0: Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you will learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman you were meant to be. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Julie Danielson here. And today I want to talk about something that might be a little controversial. I don't know. Maybe triggering for some people. I want to talk about living our best lives. And (laughs) I feel like we have these cute little wood placards and signs from like Target or Etsy that reminds us to live our best life, but what does it really mean? Have you ever once stopped for a minute to really think, what does it mean to live your best life? I feel like ultimately, for me, it means being the person that you want to be. Are you doing the things that you want to do? Are you living where you want to live? And are you spending time with the people that love and support you? And if you're not, what do you need to do to get there? I think a lot of people, their eyes kind of glaze over if you ask them these probing questions. And the reality is, most people don't put in the effort to come up with the ideas and the plans that would make them actually feel like they're living their best life. They're too busy just getting by right? They're too busy being busy. This is one of my biggest pet peeves, by the way, when someone says, oh, I'm so busy. And honestly, I feel like busy is totally relative. If you were to be super busy, but you fell down and broke your arm, you're going to find the time to go to the doctor, right? You're probably going to spend a minimum of three hours at the ER, (laughs) getting x-rayed, getting a cast on. You're going to find the time to do whatever it is that you want to spend your time on. So be really honest with yourself. Are you really busy? Or are some other things just not that important to you? I feel like when we get divorced, there's this time that we spend in the river of misery. And I talk about this term on my divorce healing scale quiz. So if you haven't Heard of that quiz? I will link to it in the show notes. It's a short little quiz where you can find out where you fall on your divorce healing scale. Like, are you still in the river of misery? This is where people often start out during and after divorce. And I call it the dweller phase, where it's totally normal to be in this phase and let your misery wash over you. And you kind of plan your day around your misery, right? You're going to like, okay, I'll take my misery to the couch and have my coffee, and then maybe I'll take my misery back to bed, (laughs) right? You're going to plan your day to kind of isolate yourself and know that you're not good company to be around other people. So people tend to isolate during this phase, right? And you don't even really want to be cheered up. You really don't even want to have to take a shower in order to go out and be presentable to other people right this is really when you're in the river of misery and you don't feel like doing anything but hanging out with your your misery now staying in the river of misery is where the choice is you can move through that phase really quickly or you can stay there for a really long time, and there's really one thing that's going to determine how long you stay there, and that is your thoughts. You can think the thoughts that keep you spinning in pain, like, he's happier now, or you can go to work on those thoughts so that you have power over them. Now, some of the thoughts that I hear from women on the regular that are in this dweller phase when they're really in the river of misery is, like I said, he's happier now, especially if there's another woman involved, he's happier now with her, or I wasn't good enough for him to change, why couldn't I make it work, I failed at marriage, or I failed at marriage again. Or my kids are ruined because of me. And here's another one I hear a lot. I've broken up the family. Right? These are miserable thoughts. And they're not doing you any good at all. They're actually hurting you and keeping you stuck. And I really want to emphasize that it's your thoughts about your ex and your thoughts about your divorce that are keeping you stuck, not him specifically. Because whatever he's doing, as long as you guys are living separately, whatever he's doing, you can start your healing process. But you need to be willing to hold super strong boundaries so that Any of the healing progress you make does not get bulldozed by him, okay, every time he steps into the picture. I've met a lot of women that spin on all of these terrible thoughts about how they single-handedly failed the marriage or they broke up their family and they stay stuck there for years. They feel unworthy of moving forward and having a happy life because they failed, right? And this is just such an incredible waste of time and energy and missed opportunity for incredible happiness. Everyone deserves love and happiness and peace and joy. And I'm not saying that you should jump on a dating site right after you get divorced because I really don't believe in that. I really don't believe that a new man is going to heal you and you might actually bypass your healing journey by jumping that gun a little bit too soon, but I do believe in love and I do believe that we all deserve it. I believe we all deserve happiness and peace and joy and all of those good things. I do feel like love is the most amazing, incredible thing that we can feel on this earth. And just because a relationship didn't work out, it doesn't mean you should never try again. Relationships are meant to be learned from. And I truly believe the only time we fail a relationship is if we fail ourselves by not learning the lessons that we were meant to learn from it. As we go through life, we are meant to learn from making mistakes. Humans are mistake-making creatures. We are meant to make mistakes and self-reflect to find the areas that we can improve on. And I don't just mean finding a better partner next time, but to reflect on the areas you yourself may have not been the best person you could have been in this marriage so that you can become that better person and... Also, raise your energetic vibe so that you can attract a partner that resonates at that level of energy, right? So that you guys are both bringing the best version of you to the table. Now, relationships hold the mirror up so that we can see ourselves more clearly, When we think about living our best life, we have to take a good hard look at what that means for us. Are we being that person in our relationships? As I record this, it is Thanksgiving weekend, 2022, and my youngest is visiting from college. He took a red-eye flight to get here and he had no sleep. So he flew from Utah to North Carolina, And he, you know, got here and at about six or seven in the morning, he took a nap. And I had to wake him up at 1 p.m. because my mom was cooking this giant feast and she checked the turkey temperature and it was ready early. And we were like, oh, my God, we have to eat now. So trying to get my son up quickly while he was really tired and probably in a very deep sleep brought out the worst in him and definitely me and I started thinking oh my god all this time I missed him so much and actually I love being an empty nester Um, what was I thinking and oh my god he's probably thinking I hate being home with mom she's such a nag right and it's not a problem that we went through that fight and we had that entanglement because I've learned we can talk things out when we're calm and reflect on what happened. And my boys are really good at like reflecting after a fight and like, you know, taking it down a couple of notches and being calm and talking things out and being open hearted and reconnecting. And I feel like that's really important to be able to do that in relationships And we did that. And now I'm back to feeling like really excited to see him. And we are kind of like at this like more heightened awareness of each other because of that conversation. Our closest relationships will hold the mirror up to you to show you where you need to grow. And I got that from that experience. My son and I totally reverted to our old selves in seconds But I could have totally approached the situation differently and had a totally different outcome with with him. Right. That was my lesson. And he was happy to challenge me as kids do. But women come to work with me because they go through a divorce and they have a lot of spinning negative thoughts in their heads like I mentioned earlier. Thoughts like they failed, like they will never have love again or they don't deserve love and they feel like they're not worthy and it makes them feel terrible all the time and it affects their work and it affects their relationships and it affects their quality of life. These thoughts and these feelings do not have to be the way you live your life. You absolutely have power over them. So doing the work, and we've all heard that term, you got to do the work, doing the work is doing what it takes to purge these negative thoughts from your mind. This is where your work lies. This is where your growth is. This is the key to feeling better. And it's actually a simple process to really look deeply at those thoughts that you're having and just go through them all and debunk them. Find truth that it's not true it's easy to do okay and you know finding that evidence that those thoughts aren't true is is part of the work it is part of how you become the person that you want to be and how to feel better like just sit down and find evidence these thoughts aren't truth people believe the thoughts are just always true because you think it and that's absolutely not true your thoughts aren't truth it's just a thought Um, I think it was Maggie Reyes that said you just think your thoughts are reading the news but they're not so doing this work to neutralize those old thoughts is the work of transformation and it really starts with looking at your thoughts and deciding if you really want that thought and if you don't You do the work to eradicate it from your brain if it is not serving you. So part of that process of uncovering the thoughts that don't serve you and creating new ones that do serve you is worth taking a really hard look at. Okay? Start to think about the thoughts that you do want. Start to think about the things that you do want. People spend a lot of time and energy and brain power thinking about what they don't want, and they inevitably make more of it. There's a saying, and I think it was Tony Robbins that said that, or he's at least accredited to saying this that what you think about, you bring about. And it's totally true. A prime example of this is if you're in the market for a new car, like let's say you're looking for a Jeep or a Tesla, soon. You're seeing Jeeps and Teslas everywhere you go, everywhere you start to notice them. And you never really noticed them that much before, but now that you're in the market for them, you see them everywhere, right? They were always there, but now your attention is drawing them in and you're seeing them all the time. This is the same with your thoughts. If you're thinking terrible thoughts about yourself, You will find evidence that they are true all around you, and you will believe it. So rather than thinking about all the things that you don't want or you don't like, try thinking about the things that you do want. Imagine them in your life. Try to spend your time and energy really getting clear on the things that you do want. Inside my free Facebook group, okay, sometimes I quote myself, you guys, but I did say something absolutely brilliant that's quote-worthy, and somebody had written it down inside my um, private coaching program and reflected it back to me, and I thought, oh my God, that's brilliant. I have to share that. It is this. If you don't know what you want, the universe will serve you leftovers. This is absolutely true. This is why it is so important to get clarity on what it is you want in your life. And don't be afraid to dream up something that is absolutely amazing and delicious. Like if you're going to dream up a beautiful new house, or if you're in the market for one, you're not going to fantasize about a house that is old and decrepit and decaying and has wallpaper from the 70s, right? No, you're going to dream up a gorgeous place with brand new finishes. So treat your thoughts and your dreams the same, right? You're not going to fantasize about ugly men in your future. You're not going to fantasize about guys that treat you poorly and just drink beer on the couch and have bad hygiene. (laughs) Please don't. You're going to dream up. Something amazing, right? High caliber men with integrity and, you know, handsome like my silver fox. Your thoughts are yours and you're the only one living inside your inner world. When you create an amazing, peaceful and blissful inner world with your thoughts, it is reflected in your outer world. Your thoughts have a direct correlation on your reality. Think about me approaching my son and instead of doing it with a thought, I, I need you to get your ass up right now. And <laughs> instead I approached him with, I know you are so, so tired. But your Oma has worked all day slaving in the kitchen and dinner is ready now. Like it would have made a big difference, right? My, the way that I think about it and approach it, that whole situation, has a complete change on the results that I get. You create the life you live in, and it all starts with your thoughts. And if you need help with this, getting your thoughts right so that you can finally feel better and create the life you love after divorce, I am the life coach for you, let's chat. Head on over to juliedanielson.me forward slash breakthrough one word, and let's have a deep dive session to find out if I really can help you live your best life. There's no charge for this call, and if I feel someone is better equipped to help you, help you, I will absolutely give you their name and help you take the next step forward. There's no obligation to me. There's so many amazing life coaches out there. And it's absolutely a service worth investing in. You have one life on this planet. Make sure it is amazing. All right, that's all for today. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time. Bye.